Liberty Flames are playing in the FBS, the highest level of competition in NCAA football. I mean, we, ne- we never uh, got down one bit. We just stayed focused and we just pushed forward. And like you see on the scoreboard, the execution, we, we, we executed pretty well. Now, we're nowhere near where we need to be or where we want to be, but they were a joy to coach. And their, their attitudes were incredible. Their work ethic was a, was really good every day. I can think of very few moments where I thought, you know, we're not giving effort. And um, and I coached them hard, and, and they responded to it. And um, just trying to get them conditioned to chase a certain standard. Hey, guys, this is Chad, your host of the Red Spin podcast. We are brought to you by seaofred.com. Thank you for listening. We have a very abbreviated, short episode for you guys this week. We have a Maya Baxter-Bell interview that we want to get out there, let you guys hear. We also have a huge game coming up against UVA football this Saturday. So just want to give our thoughts on that. Yeah, just kind of cover a few other Liberty Athletics pieces of news. So first, let's talk about the Liberty football game coming up this weekend. An hour up 29 at UVA. UVA is a great team. They're 7-3 and three overall. I would, cons- I would say they only have one bad loss on their record this year, and that's Louisville. They also have a loss to number 15, Notre Dame, and they lost a really close game to Miami. So you might consider that Miami game a bad loss, but otherwise a great season for the Wahoos. Bronco Mendenhall has them going in the right direction. If they beat Virginia Tech next Saturday, they will win the Coastal and play in the ACC Championship. So Great season for the Wahoos. They've definitely resurrected their career, excited for what they're doing up there, and excited we get to play them. Bronco has said this is a really great matchup for UVA um, because it gives them you know, an FBS win against an in-state regional opponent that they feel like that they should have a chance to win. Hugh Freeze has said this is a great game for Liberty as well. So hopefully while these two coaches are there, athletic directors get together and sign year after year new contract. I know that our game next season got pushed um, due to UConn being added as an independent. So I think we'll still be playing the game with UVA. It just won't be next year. So um, as far as the game goes, I mean, they have Bryce Perkins, one of the most accomplished dual threat quarterbacks in the nation. He can hurt you anyway. He's uh, really, Bronco has been really complimentary of the way he throws the ball. Later on in this season, he feels like he's become a better passer. He's always been able to hurt you with his legs. I believe he's a transfer from either Arizona or Arizona State. Just had an amazing career there at UVA so far. Been banged up a few times, got a couple of knees. He should be healthy and playing in best form of the season so far. So Liberty will have its hands full facing Bryce Perkins. You know, some of the weaknesses that I've seen in UVA are pretty well documented. Uh, They are... Really thin at DB. At one point this season, their top seven defensive backs were out due to injury. Most notable Bryce Hall, who uh, before the injury was considered a top top round uh, NFL draft pick, one of the top two or three defensive players in the country. He went out earlier in the year. Really loved that guy's story. Three-star recruit or so came in and just had a great career at UVA. But their defensive backfield is a liability. You know, with Liberty's passing game, we got Buckshot and Gandy Golden basically rewriting the record books, leading the nation top two or three in passing yards and um, receiving yards. So they could have a big day and keep this thing close. I think the spread is 17 and a half. 
no reason Liberty shouldn't cover that if we can put up points at a high clip. And another liability, although I think they've improved, is UVA's offensive line. They've been the focal point of Broncos' press conferences all year, not getting the play he wants out of them, but I think they've kind of gelled and come together, and they're starting to play pretty well. But Jesse Limine also in the top three categories in sacks per game. I think he's averaging .84 or something like that sacks per game. He could have a big game and impact this game. So great opportunity at noon up the road in Charlottesville for Liberty to become bowl eligible. There's that word again. I wish I had a dollar for every time I've had to say bowl eligibility this season on the podcast. But yeah, big opportunity for Liberty this weekend. Win this game. We're looking at one of the best seasons in school history and we'll be bowl eligible. I think the odds are in our favor to get to a bowl. As far as bowl eligibility, John breaks this down pretty good in an article on aceofred.com. But from what I gathered and what I can recall right now, if an American Athletic Conference team makes it to a New Year's Six Bowl, which is given to the top G5 team in the country, which they have two of right now, if those remain the same and they get into a New Year's Six Bowl, then that will open up a spot in the Cure Bowl, which is the only bowl game that Liberty has a tie-in. Other than that, we'll just have to wait and see how many bowl-eligible teams there are. But I think the math is kind of in our favor so far. We'll just have to see how that plays out. But what we got to do first is win one of our next two games. A win against UVA would be monumental for this program at this stage. And, you know, I'm not calling it a trap game, but this game means zero for UVA other than their end-of-year record. It doesn't matter anything for their coastal. It doesn't matter anything for – you know, their ranking doesn't matter at this point. They've got to get to the ACC and win the ACC championship if they want to get to a high-caliber bowl game. You know, it, it really doesn't mean much for recruiting. It's not like we're going to go steal recruits from a Power 5 in-state. All that often is not as, not as often as you would think. I don't think it means a ton in recruiting, but this game is huge for Liberty, and we're excited to see see how that plays out. And then we got to beat New Mexico State the following Saturday to cement that bowl eligibility. So let's hear that uh, Mayo Baxter-Bell interview that John got for us, and then we will uh, be back with some closing thoughts. John Manson here with the Sierra Red Red Spin Podcast with Liberty Senior Mayo Baxter-Bell. Mayo, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thank you. So you guys getting ready to head down to uh, bah- the Bahamas. Uh, wh- what you looking forward to most on that trip, other, other than the basketball? <laughs> Honestly, I'm just looking forward to having a good time with my teammates. I think the last time we went somewhere, we went to Costa Rica a few years ago, and that was a pretty fun experience. So just being somewhere far away with the teammates where you could just enjoy each other's company without the, you know, the distractions of being here on campus. Coach was joking that you guys wouldn't be able to uh, get outside and enjoy any of the uh, the beach or anything like that. Is he just joking? You guys gonna be able to get out there and enjoy some stuff? Uh, I'm definitely going. I'm definitely walking on the beach somehow, some way. We definitely will get make that happen. Other than the trip to Costa Rica that you talked about, you you've been outside of the country before? Uh, yes, I went to China previously uh, last summer or this past summer. I went to China. So you go with um, Elijah. No, I did not. I did not. I went with a different group. Okay. Um, you know, so the team started off 5-0 and right now as you get ready to go down to the Bahamas. Um, what's your thoughts about how good the team has, has been so far? I know it's really early. you got a long ways to go. But are you pleased with what the team's been able to accomplish so far? 
I don't think I'm pleased. I mean, I try to treat every day, every game like it's his own. And uh, we had that little motto, you just go 1-0 and for the, for the day or whatever. So uh, I wouldn't necessarily say please because I think this is really early in the season. And I think that, you know, teams are not yet formed right now. But, you know, late they would definitely will get, you know, be at their best. But right now I think we're still trying to figure some things out. We're still, you know, we got freshmen that's coming in and playing really big right now. So we're still trying to figure some stuff out. We still got some stuff we got to work on offensively, defensively, and just within ourselves. So you're listed as a forward on the roster. You play behind Scotty, but we notice you're always uh, carrying the ball to court. Should you really be a guard? <laughs> no, I mean, I, people always mess with me about that. Uh, uh, people understand or know like it takes pressure off our guards so they can get down the court and catch a break before you know because a lot of times like Navy I think yesterday they were pressuring their guards but when I brought it they didn't pressure me so I can just walk it across and start the offense quicker than it would if they have to bring it down with all you know being hassled by their guards so I think it helps us out when our guards Caleb uh, Georgie and Cuff when they can catch a break and kind of wait for me to get the ball down and then we start our offense. Where's your ability to be able to handle the ball like that come from? Um, I mean, did you grow up? I'm sure you grew up playing basketball. Did you grow up as a smaller guy and have a late growth spurt, or you just always had a ball in your hands? No, nah, I was just I always used to dribble the ball, whether it was just being outside playing, I was bored or something like that. And I think that kind of helped because I used to always put myself in like scenarios and you know like just doing kids stuff. And so I think that that's carried on, especially playing against an area I grew up in. Everybody knew how to handle the ball, so. It was just kind of like if you didn't know how to handle the ball, you couldn't play. So uh, I think that's mostly where it came from. Growing up in Ohio, who's uh, some of your favorite players? And maybe who's who's a guy that uh, you watched growing up or now that you kind of fashion your game after? Uh, not fashion again. I really – I kind of think – I like to say I took bits and pieces from a lot of different players. But, I mean, everybody – the obvious one, LeBron James from Ohio. So we kind of grew up watching him. But – there were some players in our my high school coming out when I came out. They're really good. Luke Kennard was in our area. Um, AJ Harris, uh, Kyle Owens. There were a lot of good players that came out of that area. I mean, there's still some playing uh, right now. So it was just you know fun to see those guys compete and sometimes go against them because I think they help better everybody from that area. Are you a Buckeye fan or who'd you grow up supporting? Uh, football. I've always grew up watching. Ohio State. I, I like the way they play. Uh, I am a Liberty football fan, but I like watching Ohio State play uh, as far as high, uh, college football. So I wouldn't say basketball. Basketball, uh, Liberty, all the way. Did you grow up, growing up, did you play any uh, other sports other than basketball, play any football? Oh, yeah, I played, uh, actually, actually, this is kind of funny. I was just talking to somebody. I played soccer for about three years, and I think that probably helped my footwork a lot. Uh, kicking, going around, kicking the ball. So that was a big help, playing soccer. You were Georgie in soccer. I don't think Georgie can kick a ball. Uh, you ever seen Georgie? <laughs> no, I think I'm going to take myself. I'm going to take myself on that one. Here with Mayo Baxter-Bell. Uh, Mayo, you're uh, number zero. That's not a common number. Where, where'd that come from? Honestly, I thought my red shirt freshman year, Anthony Fields had zero. And I always played with number five. Kim Wright had five coming in, and he wasn't going to let that one go. So I took zero because I, I liked the way it looked on uh, 
Anthony's jersey. And so after that, I told him, I said, hey, next year when you out, I said, I got I to have that number. So, yeah. What do you think about these new uniforms? Which one's your favorite? I like them all. And I do like, I like the white just because, like, the color scheme. I think blue is probably my favorite. And I like what I like them. I like red. I like, I like them all. I learned a lot of people had a lot to say on the Internet how they didn't like them. But I, I think if you see them in person, I think they're all really, they're really, really nice. So big football game for Liberty on Saturday playing uh, Virginia. I know you'll be in the Bahamas with your mind on basketball, but but if if you had to stay back here and help Coach Freeze out, would you be able to uh, get in there and get a sack on Bryce Perkins? I would say so. I mean, I hope so. I'm some big guys out there. I know y'all say I'm big, but I've seen some big guys out there on that field. But no, nah, I hope so. Either catch a few passes, I can do something. So, <laughs> so maybe be a tight end in the future. Yeah, something. Well, you never know. You never know. Thanks, Maya. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. What a great interview by John. Thank you, Mayo. Mayo is definitely a crowd favorite whenever you go to the games, whenever he checks in. Everybody loves watching him play. His style of play, the energy he plays with, the type of game he has, it's just really fun for people to watch. And uh, although he doesn't get the start, he definitely plays a ton of minutes, um, starters type minutes, and he's been so such a huge impact on this team. I know that people were calling him a point guard. He's just so versatile fun to watch. These guys have come in from day one and been character guys. They all seem to buy into Richie's system and philosophy. And uh, it's, fun. it's a lot of fun to watch. 5-0 and right now, headed down to the Bahamas for a three-day three day tournament. Um, I'm not sure if you guys seen the, po- the pictures or not, but they are playing in a ballroom of a hotel. I think the gym that they were going to play on was kind of destroyed in the hurricanes they had down there a few years ago and yeah they just moved this tournament over to ballroom pretty cool atmosphere i saw a few things on twitter about if brendan would fit in the gym and how that would have how this would affect the game but either way exciting to watch i think it's on flow sports i'll be listening on the radio tomorrow at work probably 11 a.m on friday really excited to uh follow that this weekend some tough contests coming up i know we'll be favored in the first game but the second semifinal game could be a toss-up so first real challenge of the season for us beat a couple good teams already east carolina and navy have been good wins for this team but yeah we're we're Ranked in the top 100, we're 80 right now on Ken Palm. This basketball team is going to be a blast to watch. Close out the Vine Center in style and planning on trying to come to a couple of conference games in the next year, actually. Yeah, if you guys haven't got a chance to watch this team play, you should definitely. There, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a different brand of basketball. They play hard defense. They move the ball a lot, not a ton of ISO. And any given night, one guy could lead the scoring. I think John told me that he said it best. We don't have a ton of depth right now, especially at guard, but we have a lot of balance offensively. I mean, you're watching Scotty not score in the first half and you think, wow, our, you know, one of our leading players from last year didn't even score in the first half. And here we are beating Navy and Caleb Holmesley's out. So it just goes to show the balance we have offensively. It's really fun to watch and uh, really make our school and our fans proud. So Uh, Make sure you guys are keeping up with that. So that does it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. You can hear my one-year-old in the background right now screaming, go LU. So with that, we will end this episode. And uh, got a lot of sports to watch this weekend. Really looking forward to it. Go Flames.